0: Some woman just asked me to pull my trousers down. John got an 8-minute PB and he had 9 gels. It's not very hard. It's math, man.
1: <laughs> but it's like riding the highs with everyone and everyone having a good race day and being able to celebrate that together.
2: Like
0: I was told that the best way to meet friends is to join a run club. If you start gelling,
2: you're going to be so much faster.
0: The treat of having it run with uh, a lot of people from Black
3: Toe, particularly Black Toe Mike, made an appearance. Yeah, exactly.
4: Here's the thing, listeners. Mark chafe so badly he did say this this is all
5: true (laughs) uh dray platinum blend
0: so yeah it was the shortest shorts i ever wore are you single like i just want to figure out this situation
4: here yeah (laughs) confirmed
0: and i met a lot of great friends and i would call them lifelong friends now
4: i would never go up to someone and say pull your pants down sir really
1: makes it special and like that's something that you remember for the rest of your life
6: Welcome to Run for the Fun of It, a running podcast, episode 7, recorded on May 7th, 2023. My name is Connor. Today with my co-host, Ubi, we take this podcast once again on the road and interview Black Toe Runners live post the Toronto Marathon and Half Marathon. The folks we interview include Ren, Christian, Coach Amelie, David, Ken, Mark, Haley, Carly, Andrea, and Kyle. All right, we're here. Post-Toronto marathon slash half marathon slash 10K. And I'm going to hand the mic off to you by in a sec. Last time I did this by myself. This is the run for the fun of it. Number two interview live from the wild. We're going to be interviewing Wren from Black Toe Run Club. And he just ran the half marathon in 119 today. I'm going to hand the mic over to you by. He's going to interview Ren. And if I have some questions, I will, I will interject all right, over to you, by and Ren. Thank you very much. We're here with Ren. How are you doing today?
5: I, I'm fine, but I, I really want to point out, because I think it's important, that this podcast was the first podcast I ever listened to in my life, and so far the only podcast I've ever listened to in my life. And my trajectory from first-time listener to first-time interviewee in the span of about two weeks, I think, is probably unparalleled unparalleled say it too it sure
2: is unparalleled um with that being said how was your race today my race
5: today was okay so wh- what did you run today take us through the race well i ran the half marathon I, I i i ran from the start line all the way to the finish just not as quickly as i hoped it would happen
2: what was your go time coming into the race
5: I only had a notional goal time of, like, a low to mid 118. Uh, I'd had... Uh, my, my right leg hasn't been great the last little bit, so I didn't think I'd get there, and I was right. So uh, I had a, a notional goal that was only notional, and it,
2: it didn't occur. For those of you who may not know what a word notional means, I stay with you. I do not know what that word means either. But... We're learning new let's,
5: things every day. Let's Let's
6: let's ask the lawyer, what does notional mean?
5: Uh, no, uh, Notional, I guess, would mean it's the proposal or the the concept that's being put forward, but not necessarily uh, occurring in reality. This is the most
2: intellectual conversation I've ever had, but <laughs> I'm, I'm happy we're doing this.
6: Here's a question. I happen to know that Ren is a father of two husband of one (laughs) and is running the 10k next sunday may 14th on mother's day let's ask him about how he's how he's feeling about that how the wife's feeling about that how the kids feeling about that That, that's a really good question i i want to for all those listeners out there i want to say
5: There seems to be an organizer out there somewhere who thinks it's a great idea to have the Sporting Life run on Mother's Day. Maybe the theory is that a lot of moms really want to run 10K on Mother's Day. I can assure you that's false. Um, Most moms don't want to run a 10-kilometer race on Mother's Day. They want to hang out and not take care of children. And because it's happening, I, I actually am running a race while my wife takes care of the kids. I'm surprised I've gotten dispensation for a second year in a row to do it. I don't know how long this can go on. It's putting me in a tight spot. So, sporting life, why don't you reconsider your weekends? It's a bad idea.
2: Well, sporting life, if you're listening to this,
6: yeah, it's uh... we will we will at them on Instagram, and I maybe that is why it's at 7:30 a.m. because they know it's on Mother's Day, and they figure. If you're gonna to get to run it, if you can be home by 9 a.m., maybe that's allowable. It's uh, a race. It's at 7:30 in the morning. It is at 7:30 in the morning. I mean, <laughs> I, I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure. I recall last year waking up at 5:30 a.m., oh two hours before the 7:30. Yeah.
2: So, what's your goal for next week?
5: Uh, ne- next week. So, last year went pretty well for me in of Life. I I don't remember who it was. It was a high 35. So, anything lower than that, like so lower than like a 35 45 i think i'll be thrilled that's my goal for next week
2: that's a pretty good goal love it love that for you ren um so to cap off for so for today's race what's one thing that you're not that happy with and what's one thing that you're very happy with i'm
5: happy i'm very happy that it's done and i'm not Uh-oh. as happy with how long it took to do it
6: <laughs> Allison,
5: you have any questions? No questions?
2: allison's too busy eating what are you eating chicken cookies Eating cookies.
5: Oh, I should I, I am very happy that having finished it now I can drink beer and eat cookies and other garbage. That's so
2: you mentioned to us previous to the interview that you had a
6: beer prepared for you. Oh, would yeah. you like to wait, 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 yeah, we had to ask, because you said you are a beer I don't think you use the word aficionado, but I think that would be fair to use that word. Tell us about tell us about that. You said you had a beer fridge. A fridge dedicated to beer. Walk us through that.
5: Well, I do have a beer fridge, um, so it's in the basement specifically for beers. And so, I, I did in advance decide what's the beer I'm going to drink after this run. I chose a bottle of uh, Dre Platinum Blend. It's a it's a lambic. It's a blend of four different what? vintage lambics uh, blended together and aged in oak fooders. And I I drank that when I got home. And uh, it was really good. But, you know, I I got to say, as good as the uh, you know, blendery is, the Platinum blend is perhaps a little, not, not quite as good as the Golden blend, and neither as good as the Oud Gousse Vintage. So, anyway, it was a good beer, but not it doesn't quite get up to the hype. Where do you even get this beer? I've never heard this before. That I had to special order from an importer <laughs> in Toronto.
2: What's the origin of this beer? Like, what
6: does what it taste like? I'm very intrigued.
7: Also, also, also,
6: what I heard like six words in there, lambic, like five others that I forget. What's going on? Walk in a little bit more detail. What are we dealing with? I'm glad as someone that's ESL, yeah, so I'm not the only person that's
2: confused by all of this language.
5: A lambic is a blend usually of 50-50 wheat and, uh, and barley malt. That is aged in things called cool ships and so instead of pitching yeast into it you allow it to ferment through wild yeast in the lambique valley in belgium and it imparts like a fairly funky kind of like unusual flavor to it and for a guza you have different lambics of different ages and you blend them together into a guza but a guza is typically a blend of one and three year old lambic, and the platinum blend is a blend of one, two, three, and four year old lambics. And as I said, it, it's good, but it wasn't
6: as good as I'd hoped for. It's, it's anyway, but it's still very good. I look forward to having you as a. We're going to have a special interview, one on one special guest, Ren, and uh, we're going to talk 40% about running, and the other 60%, you're just going to be educating us. You introduced like another six words that I didn't understand there. And when you said you were like a, you know, a beer fan, really love beer, I did not understand the depths to which your love for beer, your passion
5: for beer went. I have, yeah, I have a lot of love for beer. I know a lot more about it than I do about running. That's for sure.
3: So
2: very quickly, what is your top three beer that you recommend oh, yeah. to the average person, that, not someone? Wait, wait, that you can buy at the LCBO because yeah, we're not someone not, that you can
5: just import. Yeah, it we're from. not importing it. We're not importing. it. That's a lot harder to answer, but let me say this. The best brewery in the city is Bellwoods Brewery. They're fantastic, um, and I'm going to do it by brewery, local brewery instead of by beers in the LCBO. I'd say Bellwoods is the best for a very different kind of beer. I think Godspeed Brewery on Coxwell is very good, and to represent the East End as well, I think Left Field is quite a good brewery, and I'll leave it at that, but, but Bellwoods is the king.
6: Love it, love it! Thank you so much, Ren. We kept you an extra twenty minutes. This is fire, fire content. Thank you for coming on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> he got interviewed once last time. Very begrudging, Christian. We're going to get ordered beer. We're not even interviewing you. We just want like a one sentence, one sentence. Uh, ask you a question. Um, how are you feeling about today's celebrations?
0: I'm feeling great about today's
3: celebrations.
6: You're one of the most requested return guests after having finished the entire mimosa tower by yourself. How do you feel about that?
3: I feel like they should have mimosa towers here. That's how I feel about that. Opa. That was a bad. O- <laughs> that was a bad omen. That was not me. A glass just broke over there. That's actually not even our crew, though. So
6: that's a birthday party that yeah. is yeah, not celebrated.
3: A glass. I saw Christian just smash <laughs> a glass. <laughs> <That was bad. laughs> It was out of rage that they don't have of towers here, so if they don't want them to happen, they should course correct.
6: We'll be back to talk to Christian. We just wanted to get a small bit from him because odds are we're not going to be able to get Christian back on the podcast because he doesn't want to be on. Mark, yes, are you sir. drunk yet? I'm getting there. We'll be back then. Get drunk get drunk, and we'll come back. Got it? Uh, absolutely. What's, what's your question? When did you start running? When did I start running? Uh, okay, well, that's scary, but okay. What do you mean that's scary? <laughs> We're here with Coach Amelie. She saved me uh, getting my PB today because she taught me how to drink Whoa. cups of water.
2: Yes. Five second PB, you should be happy about I'm
6: moderately happy. Uh, very happy. It was a seagull. But uh, Amelie asked, when did I start running? I mean, seriously, in COVID, because my mental health plummeted. And uh, we did that to stay sane, and then I got faster. What do you mean, we? I refer to myself in the collective, cause uh, why do you ask?
2: Because I was I was telling him that you. over.
6: Ken, <laughs> <laughs> you've got. I feel like you have some color to add here. Oh, nothing. I'm
3: just I'm just happy that you're actually drinking water now on a race.
2: <laughs> and I'm saying, how fast is he gonna get if he starts gelling?
6: Oh. uh... I mean, my goal is 65 minutes.
2: If you start gelling, you're going to be so much faster.
6: How, how much off of a 114? Help you.
3: I think you'll reach your goal, 65 minutes.
6: You think, you think a gel is worth oh, nine minutes?
3: Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, which Joe? I mean, are you sponsored? <laughs> Is that why you're saying this? The ones with ampe- sp- the ones with amphetamines, you're, and um, <laughs> you're sponsored by Morton or something like that? By Big like, yeah, Gel.
6: We heard it here first. Ken, sponsored by Big Joe. I'm a
3: secret placement by Big Joe.
6: <laughs> I-, I promise you, at the TCS next October, which I think I'll run. I'll, I'll. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't run. F- <laughs> full run, full marathons are for crazy people like Ken. Isn't that right, Ken?
3: No, 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 no. You'll, you'll promise us you'll run a full marathon eventually.
6: Eventually. Not in 2023 or okay. four, four oh. though. Oh, oh you were 2025.
2: <laughs> I'll do I'll do I'll do gels.
6: One or two during the half. Huh? <laughs> two. It's only twenty one it's only twenty one K. And 14. I just called oh here, we're here with David. I just called Daniel David. Not because I don't know who Daniel is, but because <laughs> I'm like I'm not going to say how many beers deep because it's bad for the podcast. Uh, David. <laughs> David, David, do you have anything to to uh, say about that?
0: Zero, seven, and fourteen. Three gels in a half marathon, <laughs> and you're good. And you're
6: going to be faster. According to According to Ken, nine minutes nine faster. Nine minutes. Nine no. minutes.
3: <laughs> nine <laughs> minutes. <laughs> nine yeah. minutes.
6: How do you, how many? Yeah,
3: maybe
2: not next time time to get used to the gels <laughs> and to
0: practice.
6: How many how many minutes faster this is David how many minutes faster three gels do you think you'll make me?
0: For you? Yeah. Five minutes. What the are you
2: kidding me? Exactly. That's actually, you exactly you think, yeah give it a try let's see. Yeah. You, think you think do. I'm going to hey, go hey, from
0: you John, think I'm, wait, wait Listen. John got an eight minute PB and he had nine gels. <laughs> yes that's right. Fair it's not bad. very hard it's math man. <laughs> that's true. It's math. A gel a minute. A gel a minute. You gotta take
6: eight gels. <laughs> eight gels. So we got nine minutes. Five minutes. And Amelie?
2: I would go less than that, but you'll feel so much better.
6: We gotta. We're asking for a hard number here.
2: Three minutes.
6: Okay. That's. I mean, I would. I would for cut my left one. arm off for three minutes. For uh,
2: the next one.
8: Three minutes with the three gels.
2: One gel. And one gel per minute. One minute per
8: gels. You finish stronger and Honestly, you enjoy it more. This
6: podcast is getting sponsored by some gel company because
8: <laughs> actually
7: can't Ken, can, Ken can
6: you hook us up with Big Gel? <laughs> big, we, big gel. We'd like some corporate money. Gel Unlike Ken. By Big Gel. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be in touch, Ken. Alright, alright. We'll, we'll be back to actually interview you. We're here with David and Ken. First we're gonna talk to David. You buy is a bit far away. He's gonna do the interview. David ran Boston. Hello, we're here
2: with David. Um, So you ran Boston a couple weeks ago. Can you tell us about the race and how was it for you?
0: It was the best race. Good atmosphere, awful weather, but great crowd support.
6: Walk us through more of the details.
0: Big PB, small PB, no PB. How did you feel about the race? It was a five-minute PB for me, and uh, I did not expect that in Boston. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, So, what was your goal coming into the race? And I guess with a huge five-minute PB, what like take us through the race and what got you to that point? Did you have a good split? Did you have good pacing? What was the race like for you? Also, what was
6: the time? It was two fifty six. It was two fifty four twelve. Wait, two fifty four. You're on. That means you're on the race team, correct? That is correct. And I know that because when we were on episode six the last episode that listeners are listening to, I listed off the Run Club times, and David's name was not on that list. And I felt bad about that because I saw, I was tracking you on the Boston results, but the way that Black Toe works is they post Run Club times on one Facebook page, and I'm pretty sure Race, t- race uh, Team times on another page. And you were the only person I think that I remembered from the race team and I was like I'm pretty sure David ran 254 I could be wrong about that blame Andrea anyways back over to you answer all the questions that you might asked a minute ago that you forgot probably so I just
2: wanted you to take us through the race so you obviously you had a huge PB a five minute PB so what was your pacing like what was your mindset coming into the race um, and what was your strategy throughout the race
0: well I had a good friend like who is beside me right now Ken who told me make sure you study the course because that's one thing he regretted not doing Uh, I started the race um, a a little slower than I wanted to because, you know, in the beginning of of Boston, like there was just so many people. But I actually thought it was a blessing in disguise because after that first 5, 10K, uh, getting up the Newton Hills was actually pretty, it wasn't easy, but at the top of Heartbreak Hill, I actually felt like I had the legs to actually uh, go faster. So I ended up running a pretty good uh, last 10K. So that was kind of like my pacing. Start slow and then uh, finish strong no that's great so how many marathons have you done at this point i've done six including the disney marathon which is one of my
2: favorites
0: (laughs) so i guess take us a bit back so
2: what got you started into running and what got you started into running a race like marathon which again is
0: not just any normal race i moved to toronto in 2014 and i was not a runner but uh, when i moved here i had no friends Uh, i just worked and worked and worked and I was told that the best way to meet friends is to join a run club, and that's when I joined the running room, and I thought that there was not enough competition in the running room, so I found Blacktoe, and of course, I did one 5K race, and the next thing you know, I thought I was gonna run a marathon eventually, and I did, and I met a lot of great friends, and I would call them lifelong friends now, uh, and that's how I got into running. So
2: now that you've done a few marathons, do you have a personal goal that you want to hit? So I know you just had a huge PB around 250. Is there any ideas of getting uh, times around the 230 mark, or what's your long-term goal for the marathon?
7: Well, <laughs> That's
0: I heavy. Would, I would definitely love to run beside Kipchoge, but that's not going to happen. Uh, for me, Ooh, running, running my, my goal is to run a 245 to 250 uh, this fall. And if I can run at 245, I think it's time to retire.
2: <laughs> what, wait.
0: What, what? Do you have a race lined up already?
2: Amsterdam. Amsterdam.
0: I do not want to commit to this, but I will commit to a fall race, either Amsterdam or Toronto.
6: I just heard two different people in synchronicity say Amsterdam in the background. That was Ken and Coach Amelie. So, what? I mean, you said Toronto or Amsterdam. It seems like uh, people know you're running Amsterdam.
0: Amsterdam is attractive, because if you look at the uh, elevation plot, Amsterdam makes Berlin look hilly.
6: All right, so we got a question, uh, you know, I could covertly ask this, but Amelie, Coach Amelie asked me to ask this, what was the, and I got two questions lined up here, uh, the, coach, the coach wants to ask, what was the atmosphere and the vibe of running Boston like?
0: And also, was this your first time running Boston? It was my first time running Boston and the crowd support was insane. Like there was a point where I just thought it was almost too much. I could not hear myself think. You don't think you can you don't think you can get any louder but it does. And when I turned what was it left? No, right on Hereford, left on Boylston. And on Boylston, the crowd support and the noise. It was insane. Your whole world just stops.
6: That's amazing. I mean, I watched the Boston Marathon. I also read second plug for uh, it was uh, Des Linden's book so good and after finishing that book I was like I want to run a marathon even though I don't want to run a marathon marathon my second question because I think you are uh, and wait say that again for the listeners
0: Awesome Marathon's the best marathon in the world a bunch
6: of New York folks listening to this now that are like "Ah!" and by a lot I mean like maybe one or two because I don't really think we have that many people listening to this podcast second question is you are one of the few people that i know that have gone to kenya to train tell us a little bit about that
0: well that should be on another episode but it was uh, pretty it was incredible uh, it really taught well it taught me that uh, i'm not sure what i'm trying to say
2: so this is a great setup for him interview inviting himself back on for his second episode to tell us about his experiences in Kenya. So I guess, so what is the next race for you? What do you have planned in the next couple of weeks?
0: I don't have any race planned right now. I'm just kind of getting back into training right now. But I want to go back to the Kenya piece. And the reason why I'm not sure what I wanted to say was because it was so incredible to be able to train in that atmosphere. I think other than training itself, what I found most incredible in Kenya was that the people there were so happy with so much less than what we have here in, uh, in, in North America. But I would say like the, the best part about Kenya is, like someone asked me what my biggest takeaway for Kenya is, and I would have to say it's that they train and they work really hard on rest, on uh, running really slow during their easy runs. Uh, they focus on the little things that make them successful. Now, I'm never going to be an elite runner, and I know that, and I know my limitation, but if you look back at uh, what we do here on, on a daily lives. like We're professional in our own respective areas at work and everything else. And it taught me that I have to focus on the other little things uh, that makes me successful and an elite and a pro uh, in life.
6: All right, we're going to have David back on for a whole separate episode.
0: Nicely done David. Oh. I'm just going to add one line. It's Cross the record. Absolutely, say whatever you want.
6: Everyone should go to Kenya once. We're now here with Ken. Wait, so... Actually, before we close up with David, how many of the majors, because you've run Boston now, how many of the majors have you run? You've run six marathons. I know Disney, so you can't have run all six.
0: I have ran two ma- uh, two majors, but I have cheer for five majors.
6: I think that is honestly more important. So that probably counts for like a 0. .5. I should get a medal. Yeah. which were the, So you ran Boston. What was the other one?
0: That's right. What was that?
6: You ran Boston. What was the other major? Berlin. Berlin, are you aiming for all six?
0: Slash, maybe seven, depending on how things fold out. Uh, likely, but there's so many great marathons in the world, so we'll see.
6: You're young. All right, so two two majors. We'll 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 touch base with David when we have him on for his uh, solo episode. We're here with Ken. First question we should ask Ken. We'll hand the mic over to you by because I know that Ken was just i want to say tokyo right yeah he was just in tokyo but i want to say ken is either completed them all or is way closer than everybody else in the world all right over to you you slash ken
2: <laughs> nice to meet you i'm you
3: <laughs> how are you doing today uh I'm, I'm doing good i'm glad i didn't actually run today so i was just out cheering for uh, all the toronto runners and uh now we're just enjoying a beer
2: so how long have you been running so far
3: Ooh, that's a bit of a complicated question. Um, so, just seriously running and like consistently running with a club, I'd probably say about uh, five years, five to six years. Um, but, you know, I've ran in the past, you know, just for fun, uh, 10Ks and whatnot. And obviously, uh, if we go even further back, uh, you know, track in school. So,
2: yeah. Um, so what got you interested
3: in a club running and more competitive running? Uh, uh, so funny story. I'm actually initially was anti joining a club for running. Cause I think that was weird Love or actually I thought that was weird. Um, uh, so I was actually convinced by my significant other that I should join a club.
6: Not a big cult person, are you? No, I,
3: I <laughs> yeah, you know what? We actually call this run cult, but
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think it's still a little bit of a cult, um, So the reason why, uh, I did join was because, uh, we did two marathons and they all sucked and, uh, we were sick of just how terrible they are. So we were like, we need to try something different. Uh, and then we decided to just join a club and it's made a big difference. So it's your primary
2: race, the marathon, like what are you mainly training for these days? Yeah, uh,
3: only marathons, um, I, I think they're a lot of fun. Um, they're rewarding because you have to invest a lot of time into them to do them well. Uh, and we actually use them to, as an excuse to travel, like Amsterdam, which David will be joining us in the fall.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> like uh, and so that's why we do marathons. They're, they're a great excuse to travel, so um, we combine them. There's a lot of peer pressure for David to go
2: to Amsterdam in the fall. No peer pressure, but he's definitely going. So it's yeah. it's, it's it's a
6: done fact. It's, it's, so it's if done he done doesn't enough. go, it's will be a colossal failure. Let's just <laughs> let's just say his appearance on the podcast post Amsterdam is contingent on him going to Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: Why don't we just, I'll go when Connor runs his first marathon. Oh. Oh.
6: Don't don't say that because there's no way there's that's happening anytime soon. The earliest know. it would ever happen would be 2024. Boston and I have to run another one before that So there's no way It's too long honestly like I don't want to say that people that run marathons are crazy But if I was not on the mic That's probably what I would say
2: Well so one of our Co-hosts, co-hosts alienated Half of our running community so that's fine <laughs> It's way more than half it's like
6: all of them <laughs> You just ran Tokyo Walk us through all the majors How many marathons have you run So so Tokyo is the uh, Fourth of my
3: Six majors Yeah. Almost there, Um, and I think Tokyo will be, was my seventh or eighth marathon, yeah, pretty awesome. The funny story about Tokyo was that it was originally scheduled for 2020, so I was supposed to go to Tokyo for 2020, I trained the whole winter for it, and then COVID came that January, February, I don't know if you guys remember, way back then, and... uh, it was March 2020 oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was right, when it, right when I don't know if you guys remember there was that cruise ship right outside yeah. Tokyo everyone was freaking out because everyone on that cruise ship had SARS and they weren't going to let anyone off the cruise ship anyways trained all winter for it like you know 16 weeks, 20 weeks running in the snow I hated it um, and then had everything booked and planned and then we were like, no, we're not going. And we canceled with about a week to go. So, yeah. And then it was a, a series of deferrals. And so finally, we had the chance to do it in 2023. So extra rewarding because of that. Three years. Three years
2: yeah. And how was that race for you? So how long ago was it? What was your time? How did you feel during the race? Was this like such a big, uh, you know, significant event?
3: It's been like, you know, two and a half years in the waiting. Uh so, yeah, yeah. Um, so I ran it in 256, 255. Not a PB for me. Um, it was faster in Chicago. But despite that, I, I think I was very happy overall with the whole experience solely because I waited three years to do this marathon. Um, and we've been to Japan multiple times, and we love the country, love the culture, we love the city. So it was a, like a really special treat just to be able to run through like parts of Tokyo that are just out of this world. Super cool. Um, the fans were really fun. I, you know, you can imagine all of them screaming at you in Japanese um, and it's very well organized. Uh, and so it was a really special experience. So even though, you know, from a, perf- like from a performance, from a time perspective, it wasn't, you know, anything new. Um, it was really a really memorable experience, and we, I had the, the treat of having it run with uh, a lot of people from Black Toe, yeah. particularly Black Toe Mike yeah. made an appearance, Woo! yeah, exactly, after, like a very long time. after a very long time, exactly, that's what made it really awesome, Black Toe Mike and some of the other run crew uh, there as well, so that, that's what made it great.
6: Tell us, uh, most of our listeners have no idea who Black Toe Mike is. They're probably just thinking is Black Toe Mike's just a member of the club. Uh, give us a little bit of color on that situation. Yeah, so uh, Black Toe Mike is the uh, cult leader of uh,
3: <laughs> of the Run Club. Um, a, a great, great guy. Uh, he's the owner, uh, operator of Black Toe. Um, he's been a big part in the Run community. Uh, very supportive um and he remains really active um he had an injury a while back which uh prevented him from running um and and you know he decided that Tokyo in 2023 was the his comeback marathon and that's what he did He, he got back and ran the whole thing
2: no that's amazing so you've ran obviously marathons all around the world what has been your favorite place to run a marathon what has been your favorite marathon thus far
3: uh, hands down, um, at least for now, Paris Marathon.
2: Really? What made it so special? An you?
3: amazing marathon. You guys all have to do it. Uh, so first off, the food was is amazing. Well, it's Paris, right? right. The food during the race? Or the no, 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 no. The, no, race? Not. Uh, the, the food. <laughs> I mean, a croissant. <laughs> I mean, the post-race food, right? Obviously, you know, steak frites, amazing. What? Uh, steak oh. frites? Delicious. Delicious. At post
6: marathon with the Oh, f- delicious. Got a banana at the
3: Vancouver. Center. No, 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 no. Restaurant. <laughs> you're not, you're I not. Got you guys. I got you, got you. that. The <laughs> no, 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 no. Not the what's Mary at So, So I'll tell you, uh, fast marathon, very well organized, and the uh, the sights on that race are like second to none. So you'll never. Be wondering where am I? It's not monotonous. Um, the things that are like it's it's beautiful. It's a fantastic marathon. So um, it's been my favorite so far. And and you know I don't I don't know why, but it deserves to be one of the world majors. But I think they have too many in Europe. So it's on that level, if you ask me.
2: And what what is a marathon that you really want to run to, but you haven't had the chance to? Is there one in mind? Wait, wait. Besides Amsterdam, maybe that you're just craving to do. What
6: did David say? What did David say? What did David
2: say? Amsterdam? <laughs> <laughs> to run
3: it with David.
6: <laughs>
3: okay, right. okay. Um, true thing. Uh, you know, I actually want to do one in uh, South Africa. Seventh major? Yeah, it's probably the seventh major. <laughs> so maybe I should save it when it becomes the seventh major. Uh, but I, I think more of the. Um, I think I hear it's a beautiful country. Uh, never been to South Africa, and uh, I think it would—I think it would be a really great experience. So probably one of the South African, Cape Town, probably um, would be on my list. Yeah.
2: Do you do you have a marathon uh, that's coming up right now? Or what's your next race?
3: What, what does that look like for you? Uh, so the next race, uh, Sporting Life 10K for fun, Woo! funsies, Yeah, um, I think a lot of black toe will be doing that. Uh, and then the the fall one, obviously, like I said before, was uh, Amsterdam. Uh, and I'm trying to recruit as many cult members into the that race uh, as I can.
6: I can see. So we've talked about Tokyo. We've talked about the Disneyland. We've talked about Paris, which means that out of seven, that's three, which is re- meaning that there's four remaining, three of which have to be majors. What are the three that you've done? What's the missing non-major marathon and what are the two i mean we can i guess deduce what the two left are once you once you filled in that info but yeah fill fill the details in there for the listener Uh, so i think i've been pretty lucky i the first one
3: i did was the toronto marathon uh which was really cool uh the second one was actually the melbourne marathon when i was living in australia so that was a really unique experience uh the other majors then it was berlin really 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 special marathon obviously you guys know about that uh, after Berlin uh, was Paris and then Boston and then Chicago uh, and then um, what's after Chicago Tokyo so I think I'm at seven yeah unless London and New York are the last remaining ones so I guess it's not it's not it's not eight it's seven I've done seven ha <laughs>
6: Ken has not done Disney World. You not know yet.
0: Yeah.
6: But David has.
0: Yes, I have.
6: And w- we didn't ask David. I don't know why we're being, uh, you know, uh, inconsistent with our questions here. What was the best marathon that you ran, David, just to be consistent here? Was it Was it the Disneyland? Should, is it Paris or is it Disneyland? What, we, what should we do here?
0: No, nah, it's definitely Boston. Boston Marathon was the best marathon.
6: And, and... That was not on... Oh, I did do Boston. You Boston. did do Boston. That, yeah. But Paris was better than Boston, according
3: to Ken. Yes.
0: Because uh, he hated the last
6: 10K. Yeah, that's true.
3: You know, you know, I, I think Boston is the one I'm going to go back to because it was a lot harder of a marathon than I ever expected. But right now, I think I, I do prefer Paris over Boston. But Boston's up there.
6: Really special. This is gold content for... we got, I don't know what we're going to call this. I, we're probably gonna call that post marathon. Toronto marathon. Yeah, five beers yeah, deep. Beard, five but beard, uh, beard, but like beard. I've listened, I listened to fifteen running podcasts. Seems
2: excessive.
6: I mean, yeah, it probably does. But hey, similar to I can't remember which because of the beers, I can't remember which person said it. But they, they showed up and had no friends, and I mean, I still have no friends, uh, and so I just I just listen to podcasts. But on no podcast have I ever heard a post-race just, like, talking to people about their favorite marathons. I definitely haven't heard that Paris is the place to go. I mean, everyone knows about Boston. Uh, but this is this is gold content. Like, I feel like Ken is really causing – I mean, I feel like I'm not sure if the Paris Marathon does sponsorships. But <laughs> clearly, clearly, David should be sponsored by big –
0: 50, 5th, Amsterdam Amsterdam's fifty thousand as well.
6: We got we got Paris. Paris is fifty thousand. Amsterdam's fifty thousand. We need sponsorships from Big Paris Marathon for Ken, and we need sponsorships for David from from Big Gel. Big Gel. I got
3: Big. Job.
6: Honestly, I feel like this podcast should just be hooking people up with the big sponsorships. Why are so many people doing marathons? It's so long. Seems excessive. Maybe should. We should, we should ask those that are running marathons in Black Toe, were you peer pressured into it by the Black Toe club culture? What,
0: you know, what is it? Well, for me, it's just every long run on Sunday, the marathoners are running 36K, and I'm running 18K for a half marathon, and I have to wait like an hour and a half for them before I can have my beer and brunch, and that's why I chose to do a marathon instead. <laughs> uh, I... I
3: there's not really a good reason. I think I... <laughs> just, uh, just, just doing the 42. Yeah, there's no good reason for it.
2: Sounds like you have an hour to get started on the beers before them. but... <laughs> that's,
0: a, that's a fantastic point. What uh, What say you, David? Not really. You end up just hanging around and just waiting for them to finish, and you're starving and thirsty. So you're like, okay, well... The only way that I'm not gonna be hungry and thirsty if, is if I run with them.
6: Is if you take a couple gels. Brought to you by Big Gel by David. <laughs> you're hungry. You're thirsty. Not if you take a gel at the 10k, 15k, 20k, 25k, and 30k mark. Who are you sponsored by, David?
0: Black Toe Running and New Balance. Thank you.
6: Soon to be sponsored by. Honestly, if you're listening to this as a gel company. David needs a sponsor. He's all about Big Jail. All
2: right, thank you. So to close us off, what's one piece of advice you would give to someone that's thinking about getting into running right now?
3: Uh, I, I think it's really just uh, start easy and uh, start gradually and try and find a, a run club because it's a lot more fun running with friends uh,
0: than running by yourself. And for me, just start. And you're going to meet some amazing people and many you will call lifelong friends. And for
2: Connor, he's still searching for just a friend. friend. Um, but maybe one day we can upgrade to a lifelong friend. But you know a, friend a friend is a start. Yes.
0: You know how
2: he's going to he's get a friend. He's, he needs to take a gel.
0: <laughs>
2: if you can't find a friend, get a gel. You, can a
0: gel. you no, can't no.
2: pay for friends, but you can pay for a
6: gel. The gel will lead to a friend is what David's saying. Honestly, this guy, he must,
0: I can't. You're not sponsored? This
6: is we're, What are the Goo? Morton? What are the others? What are the other gel companies?
0: I take more. And I don't know too many others.
6: Listen, Morton. Morton, we're adding you. We're going to add you on Instagram. David needs to be sponsored. He <laughs> just ran a 254, aiming for sub 250. What are we doing here? Just send him some free gels. This guy, this guy told me I could make a lifelong friend with a gel. Is that your slogan? I'm holding this mic way too hard. <laughs> if that's not your slogan, get David Get David on camera. Get David on a- IG. This is some good stuff here. All right. All right. Any last words? No. That's it. No last words. This is gold content. High five. That was so good. High five, man. Awesome. Good Thank luck you. in Amsterdam, both of you. Mostly right. Canon, <laughs> also soon to be David. <laughs>
2: I hope you make a friend. I hope you make a friend, too. To
6: Joe. We were gonna, we were gonna uh, interview drunk Mark, but are you drunk uh, yet, Mark? Not
7: yet. Not I'm yet. All right.
6: Down. We're here talking to. Well, first we're gonna talk to Haley. Uh, I mean, Mark said a lie, pretty sure. Where, don't go anywhere. Where are you going, Sophia? You sit. All right. That's that's all right. So wait, Sophia is running away. She's literally actively avoiding this podcast. You just wanna say hi? You don't even have to say anything. Just say hi just say hi to the black toe folks. You don't like black toe folks? I don't even know who this is. Do you want to be on the podcast? We don't have enough female representation because Sophia won't be on the podcast. We're gonna talk Introduce yourself, sit down. Wait, I don't Who Who was uh was her name Joy? There was someone on the podcast last time who was just here to support. Listen, we've got tens of listeners. And (laughs) we're here with Haley. Say hi
4: hi <laughs> and we're here
6: with I don't know your name andrea Andrea not and not Andrea because no. that's our coach and you're definitely not our not coach
4: Andrea not Andrea Andrea like you know Andrea Bocelli I don't know okay well he's like a famous singer you would know
6: oh like uh opera like
4: ah. Like you know like him and Celine Dion sing the prayer you know that song
6: no I definitely don't i'm'm a, I'm, a, I'm a nerd and I only do like crossword puzzles and stuff like that so
4: Okay. Well, everyone knows who Andrea Bocelli is.
6: The listeners do, for sure. So, first we'll first we'll talk to Haley. Sorry.
1: Who are are your listeners?
6: We don't know. Yeah, we we have no idea.
1: Okay, that's okay. I would like to know who I'm talking to, but hello out there, fans of the running world. (laughs) Nice to meet you.
6: Our hope is that this will blow up. On social, at some point, we just need to hit that inflection point, at which point you're talking to thousands of people, but like they're listening to you in the past. So what do you want to know? Well, first, uh, Mark lied. You didn't set the best PP of the day, correct?
1: Correct, I did not.
6: <laughs> did you run today?
1: I did run today.
6: Half full?
1: Only a half. Not avoid.
6: only a half, it's a half. It's 21.1K. Some say it's the best distance. Why do you say only a half?
1: I will still emphasize the only um, because I feel like we run a half just about every Sunday and it just becomes a bit more normal to me. and I like I don't know, the marathon just takes a special amount of energy preparation, training, but you can run a half any day.
6: <laughs> so much, so much shade cast. She ran a half today, but it's clearly not a big deal. And hashtag #NBD. Can
4: you ask him to pull his trousers down? He said he'd do it if you ask
6: him. Wait, what is going on here? Wait, I'm going to I'm going to mispronounce. Are you talking to Mark? Are you talking to this guy in the birthday party?
4: No, no. Mark wants you to ask him to pull his trousers down. I did
7: not say that. Some woman <laughs> just asked me to pull my trousers okay, down. I, have a name. I don't know what name Her name is Andrea. Okay, is that correct?
4: Here's the, Here's the thing, listeners Mark chafed so badly that the bone came out. And we are trying to fact check about whether or not the bone actually made an appearance. He
1: did say this. He did say this. This is all true. <laughs>
6: I'm honestly I'm so confused right now. What's so wait, we were talking to Haley, we're gonna get back to Haley. Mark really wants to be on the pod right now, apparently about his chafing and Andrea like Andrea Bocelli or something like that that all the listeners know about wants did you ask Mark to pull his pants down? I just
4: said like show me I said show me receipts. That's
6: a, that's a euphorism for pulling your pants down. And we're gonna we're gonna have a follow up question for Andrea. Are you single? Like I just want to figure out this situation here.
4: She is. Yeah. Confirmed. <laughs>
6: Confirmed from Carly. It, it wasn't from Andrea, but she's okay. single.
4: Here's the thing. I, I actually wasn't making moves. I'm just very serious about fact checking.
6: A- <laughs> Carly, do you have you have uh, you wanna add some uh, context to that statement? Is that true?
1: Is that true? Oh yeah, no, it's nothing to do with any. She literally
6: just wants receipts.
1: Yes. correct, correct. We're just here for the facts. Yeah, facts. On
6: viral. All right, this is this is. I mean, we're gonna get back to Haley, but like we we are in the midst of a live potentially person pulling their pants down because a woman non interested in Mark just wanted him to pull his pants. It's very confusing for me. Uh, Mark, thoughts on this whole situation? Because I'm. I don't.
7: I'm not. I'm still processing, and I, I don't know what's what's going on here. I Don't know about these weirdos, but anyway, where the story came about. Um, I bought a I bought a pair of New Balance black toe, three inch shorts. Uh oh. Uh oh. So black Toe's about to get a bad review here. So yeah, it was the shortest shorts I ever wore. I did the Belfast Marathon last week. He came fourth. No. What? I came ninth overall. Fourth. Wait, let's wait. Let's get th- let's get that in real time.
6: What was that, Haley?
7: What was that, Haley?
1: <laughs> I thought he came four, but apparently he came nine. So
7: anyway, so so I bought a pair of uh, John. What what size in them shorts? The New Balance ones? Are they three inch, two inch? Women's extra medium. So whatever, yeah. <laughs> no. I think I think they were three inch shorts. Uh, finished the marathon. What? And I, and I had a bad case of chafing, and I I could I thought it. I did not wear body glide. It was my first, but it was the shortest shorts I ever wore, and I could nearly see the bone. There was that much blood. What did I learn? Uh, don't wear short shorts, or wear body glide.
6: Can I ask what motivated? So this is not by far your first marathon you were 234 marathoner before run multiple marathons i still am like uh yeah that's a good point thanks for the fact check why when heading to the belfast marathon did you need did you feel the need to test out the shortest shorts of your life
7: love trying out new things new experience taking risks that's what i'm all about <laughs> i love taking risks
6: Taking risks with the short shorts.
7: And this was like a week ago now, though. Can I ask you a question? Wait. Okay. Is it true, Connor Hoekstra, that you've got a dartboard in my back next week for the Sporting Life 10K? He's going to try his best to beat me? Literally, you made that up, Mark.
6: (laughs) I mean, I'm definitely going to try and beat you, but...
7: Ask John some questions.
6: We'll come back. to. No, we're going to ask Haley some. We were interviewing Haley. And then Andrea. Andrea asked Mark to pull his pants down.
4: Okay, I'm sorry. I never, he made that up. I would never go up to someone and say, pull your pants down, sir. Okay? Unless, like, the children depended on it. (laughs) Okay, what? What? <laughs> Okay. if I had to say, if it was, like, the only thing that could save these kids the from a... <laughs> oh, no, you
8: know, I just wanted to say it's uh, 5 o'clock, 5.02 on uh, May 7th. Leafs are down 2 nothing in the series against Florida, and I just wanted to make a, a statement out to the world that uh, Leafs are winning tonight. Winning 6-1. 6-1 tonight. They're going to win six to one you heard the score correct score put the money down it should pay uh, about 15 to one and uh sam bennett florida panther cannot do one pull-up that is confirmed look it up on the internet when i I can do a hell of a lot more than one one. (laughs) well you say it's not hard but sam bennett found it hard the kid the kid is soft He's about to get his face pounded in by Luke Daddy Shen, you know. So watch out tonight. The Leafs come back cued. Watch out, you know. They're coming for you. Can, can I ask, uh, as a non-sports statistics
6: expert, what informs the 6-1? Like, where's that coming from? After, Because like, all I know
8: if they've lost two home games. What, what, what's leading to that 6-1 prediction? So I can tell you exactly. The last two games, they've come out flying. Last game, they even capitalized on it. They're up two nothing early in the first period. Early, it, it looked it looked like they would have won ten nothing. Even they looked fantastic. You know, they let their guard down. They, they let things go a little too easy. And you know, they've learned for that. You know, it's it's a game of learning. They've come back. You know, they regrouped. They've had a couple nights off, and they're here to roll tonight. And and I will say, if you look at the expected goal stat. The last couple nights, they've well outplayed these Florida Panthers. These Florida weak cats, as you might call them. The soft cats. And, uh, you know, I have faith. Elise have been scoring like crazy. It's about time they shut it down in terms of defense. They've only given up goals in times where they had a little, couple weak moments. Yeah, that's where I get my 6-1 from. You know, it's just a feeling. It's a feeling. I will be eagerly watching this game tonight. Now,
6: rooting for a six-one win, and if it's a five-one and there's one goal away, I'm gonna be on the edge of my seat. What What do you say, Mark? We've sidetracked tracked off Ronan here. I mean, that's what you need to do, though. I would I would imagine the odds were are better than fifteen to one. Look it up. We'll go come back to Kyle with the odds on that. We're back to Haley soon to talk to John. I mean, it's only been thirty minutes since we were talking to Haley. I mean. No one asked you to pull your pants down, which is why we got sidetracked, uh, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, Half marathon today, correct? You said it was only a half. How'd it go? Walk us through it. The
1: sun was shining. The vibes were good. Um, I had a good playlist put together, which I loved. Um, But the best part about a race is obviously having... A lot of great runners run next to you, but also the crowd. Like, it's so fun just like staring out into the eyes of someone supporting and not having any clue who they are, but them just like giving you the energy you need. So, I think that was very special from today. Um, And also the Black Toe crew, knowing that they were at like the 20k mark, I was like, I just need to get there. (laughs) Um, And then high fives all around, and then the grind for the last one and a half k's which feels like the lo- longest k of your life um but we made it to the end and it was, it was fun i'm 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 happy for everyone that's raced today it was a good day
6: how'd you feel about that last hill right after the you know it's like 20 point maybe it's the 21 kilometer mark where it turns hard right and you have to run up that hill how, how did you feel about that
1: Honestly, any little hill kills me, it doesn't matter if it's big or small, I feel it straight away, Uh, so not good, Um, and I I need to practice running up hills faster, I don't know how I do that, everyone seems to pass me up hills, I'm like what's going on, and then I get them on the downhill and I'm like I see you, (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think I need to lift more weights or run up more hills and that should fix that problem (laughs)
6: I feel
7: like that's Blacktoe's fault. I'm oh, sorry. Mark's got some thoughts. Everybody needs to do more calisthenics, some more pull-ups. All right, perfect, Mark. I, I was going to say you can blame Blacktoe because we don't –
6: when was the last time we did hill sprints?
1: You're right. We don't do hill
6: sprints. <laughs> we do them like once or twice at the beginning of a training block, and that's the last time we ever do hills. Admittedly, we have like 100 people showing up which doesn't, we don't have a big enough hill, but walk us through though. So I know you've done, I wanna say Boston at least once. No, you haven't done Boston, but you're doing it in 2024. Have you done, I know you've done a marathon and I'm pretty sure multiple marathons before. Walk us through that, two marathons.
1: I have done two marathons. I did New York in 2019 and uh, Chicago last year. Very polar opposite marathons, Um, New York I honestly had no idea what I was doing, I did all the training by myself, it kind of sucked. I got injured a month out, and New York course is really hard, the one thing I was going for it is the amount of people out there, the energy is insane on the New York course. But, man, the incline and the bridges will get you. Um, And then, yeah, Chicago. So my brother's a big marathon runner, and I would go support him. And everyone's like, have you run a marathon before? And I was like, yeah, back in 2019. And then it got to a point where I was like, oh, should probably run another marathon because it's getting a little dated. So we did Chicago last year, and it was amazing. Um, I now love running marathons thanks to Chicago, but it's just like – proof of trust the process and put it in the hard work and it all comes together so that's that.
6: You once tried to convince me to run Boston in 2024 Uh, convince the masses because if there's anyone that could convince me it's probably you to run Boston in 2024. Why should people do it?
1: First of all I think there's probably like 20 plus black towers going to Boston 24. And again, it's like, what makes this fun is the community. And it's like, you can show up for a race anywhere, anytime, but just doing it on your own, it's like, cool, that was fun, but like, now what? But it's like riding the highs with everyone and everyone having a good race day and being able to celebrate that together, like, really makes it special. And like, that's something that you remember for the rest of your life, actually. And that's what I got from Chicago and I rode the high for a whole week. I came crashing down after that week, but that week was amazing and it's like that's what you chase and I yeah, I think doing it together and getting PRs and it would be your first marathon, would it not?
6: Well, so Boston you need to qualify for, right? So the question is it's this podcast will com- probably come out today's May 7th, tomorrow's May 8th, it'll probably come out on May 8th. Is it even possible to run Boston 2024, if people are listening to this in the next week?
1: Yes. yes. If you if you want to, you can. Um, you, Yeah, set your goals, and then there's still plenty of time. I think, what is the cutoff then? You would have to be, like, end of September, early October, for your marathon time. So you have enough time for a full build, actually. So if you want to hit your sub... Well, it's different for different ages, but like for sure, put make the goal and make it happen. You'll have to focus on it. Um, maybe cut some socializing out of your life or some alcohol, but it's honestly worth it. Um, and
6: all right, we'll we'll find links links in the podcast notes to all the races you can qualify at.
1: You can also run it for charity, so that's an option.
6: Uh, we will also find links if you want to run it for charity. I feel like you have to work for the like. I know.
1: I- ideally, you want to get the BQ because, like, that's the pinnacle of being a marathon runner is to get the BQ. So, ideally, but also in the name of charity is a great thing too.
6: Yes, we will leave links for all the races to get the BQs at, and all the organizations you can. Work for, volunteer for. Because I, I used to work for Manulife, which is the parent company at one point of John Hancock, which is the sponsor for the race. And a bunch of my colleagues ran it, not because they qualify, but because they work for the company. I don't know how that works anymore, but we'll, we'll leave links in the description. Last question. Actually, no, we got a couple a couple questions. Second last question. For folks that want to get into running, because this uh, ideally this podcast is for runners, non-runners, What's your advice on how to get started, how to get into running? If, if they don't run yet, but they want it.
1: Take it slow and easy to begin with. Um, I used to hate running mainly because it always hurt, and I always thought that I had to use it to get faster and fitter. But that's not true. You can use it as meditation or just to have time to yourself or have time with friends, and it's like, it's like going for a walk, or and it doesn't have to be like 10, 20, 30 k's. Like it can be one, two, three, four, or five. Like just take it simple and easy, um, and slowly you'll be able to increase your mileage, and you'll then grow to love it, and then you'll want to find the pain cave in <laughs> the running. It goes full circle, but. Like just know that everyone starts somewhere and we all have the same issues and the same problems no matter how good you get. So, um, And it's a very special and welcoming community so I'd say join a run club running with people is fun Um, and if you're intimidated with that then just make a really good playlist and rock out to your favorite tunes.
6: Honestly that was amazing. I feel like we have to cut it there but I will I will Look under the table. I mean, actually, your shoes do not match. So this, we probably will get cut. Mark said that your... your were t- no,
7: race
6: shoes. Oh, your race shoes. So wait. So uh, Mark said earlier that the nail polish on Haley's fingers matches her shoes. I looked under the table. They were white, and her, her nails are bright lime green. But Haley just responded.
1: So they obviously matched my Alpha flies today for the race because that is more important than the sneakers that I'm wearing for a beverage this evening.
6: (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, we will try and find a photo from somebody that has a picture of the fingernails and the race shoes. Be sure to check the show notes either in your podcast app or at runforthefunofit.com for anything we mentioned in today's episode. Feel free to email us with your race results or anything else you want to mention at runforthefunofitpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed and have a great day.